verse, the 11th chapter of the book of St. John. Say amen when you get there. Amen. All right. The Bible says in the 11th chapter of the book of St. John, the fourth verse, the Bible says, when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Pray with me if you would. Our most precious and loving Heavenly Father, God, we come to you one more time. Yes, Lord, dear Father, God, just asking you, Lord. Dear Father, to take over this secret, Lord. Dear Father, I am absolutely nothing, Lord. Dear Father, without you to God, God, in direct, Lord. Dear Father, where you have us our path to be, Lord. Dear Father, Sir God, I just pray, Lord. Dear Father, that you'd help me to let go and let you know whatever it is that needs doing here tonight, Lord. Dear Father, I pray, Lord. God, that if you be one that needs to hear something, Lord, dear Father, God, that you deliver that word, Lord, that needs to be heard. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Church, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I read this verse. I got to, to thinking about uh, a, a couple different things. And we all know the story of Lazarus, and that's what this this particular verse kicks off. If I if I had to give a thought for the the, the meaning or the, the message that God's laid on my heart, the, the thought would very simply be this coming forth until the day I die. Amen. I want you to think about that just a little bit as we try to get into this message and, and try to do it justice for what it is that God showed me as I was studying it out. The the the, the story of Lazarus goes back the, the Bible teaches that that Christ was off in a different land, amen. He was a couple days away, the Bible teaches, and, and he got word that Lazarus was sick, amen. And this verse right here, when he found out that Lazarus was sick, was with his response, amen. This sickness is not meant unto death, but for the glory of God, amen. I got to thinking just a little bit about our current circumstances in this old world, amen, about how the plan of salvation was brought together and how it is that this old world was born into sin, amen. How it is that each and every one of us here tonight have a sickness that was not meant unto death. Amen. Where each and every one have a sickness that's similar to Lazarus' sickness, church. Each and every person on this planet has a disease, amen, that if not properly treated, will lead them unto death. Amen. It was, however, not meant to be unto death. Amen. It was meant to be for the glory of God. Amen. So that Christ might be able to come down into our lives, brother Ed. Amen. Make a change that will do something within us. Amen. Like we talked about in Sunday school this morning. Amen. How that change will begin inside of our chest. Amen. Inside of our heart so that that disease could be cured. Amen. I got to thinking about how old Lazarus, Bible teaches that he was dead for four days. And I got to thinking just a little bit about how it is the glory of God would work through this particular story. Amen. You'll remember that because Christ hadn't been crucified. He hadn't been buried or resurrected yet. There was no Holy Ghost. Amen. That could give you that, that warm, fuzzy feeling that we get. Amen when he starts to come down and sit with us for a little while. Right. These men didn't get the goose pimples that you and I get. Right. 
when the Spirit brushes by. Amen. All they had was true faith believing. Amen. All they had was the ability to look into his eyes and see that what he spoke was real. Amen. The yeah. Bible teaches me that Christ said, lest they saw works and wonders, they would not believe. Amen. So that's exactly what he did. <coughs> yeah. I'll start thinking just a little bit about how it is that each and every one of the miracles that Christ went through was designed so that not only the people of that time, but the people of today's time could see exactly what it is that they were serving Brother Sean. Right. Those stories are just as real, amen, just as important today as they have ever been. Right. I started thinking about Lazarus's story. I, thought, I remember Brother Sean not too long ago how it is that when they came into the city, amen, of Bethany, I believe it was, they came in, the Bible teaches it was just a, a couple miles away from a city where Christ had been threatened to be killed. Yeah. Stoned to death, amen. But it didn't stop him from coming, did it? Right. Amen. Each and every time that Christ has come to one of us, he's had to come down into the dregs of society, amen. Yeah. He's had to walk through places that he ought not have to walk through in order to find you and I, amen. But he was there, and he said, roll the stone away. Amen. Each time he's called to you and I, he's told us to come forth. Amen. And accept the gift that would cure the disease. Amen. Bible says he came into Bethany. Amen. And Martha came out to meet him. Said, Lord, had you been here, our brother wouldn't be dead. And that's the truth, amen. I believe that with all my heart. Had Christ been there, right. he wouldn't have been dead. Uh -uh. But old Lazarus needed to die. Oh, yeah. Amen. He needed to die so that the people around could see amen. just who it is that they were talking about when they mentioned amen. the Messiah. Amen. amen. You and I, church, needed to go through whatever trial and tribulation that we went through. Amen. Right. That's good right there. Amen. We've had to go through a little bit each and every day just so that we can understand. Sister Melissa, what God that we're serving. Amen. Our testimony grows through trials and tribulations, church. Amen. Each and every time that God comes on to the scene, it's another hoot and holler that we can give for his name. Amen. It's up to us to share our stories of how it is that we've had our stone rolled back. Amen. We've had our grave clothes loose. Amen. Yeah. We're walking the new path. Yeah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Martha said, Lord, had you been here, surely he wouldn't have died. Amen. That's the truth. He said, your brother will live again. She said, Lord, I believe that. Amen. And the resurrection, he will live again. What Christ tell her? I am the resurrection. Amen. That's the one, amen, who has taken death that resided in the inside of each and every one of us. He has resurrected our souls, amen, from the devil's hell, amen, and put it in the kingdom of God. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, Martha went running back. God, her sister Mary said, the master is here. Amen. Think about that for just a second. When's the last time you thought of him like that? Amen. When's the last time, Brother Ed, that we got on our knees and cried, Master, I need you. Amen. That's the master of my life. Amen. And I need to tell him more often just what he means to me. She didn't delay, did she? Amen. I believe old Mary dropped whatever it is that was on her plate at the moment. Amen. And went flying out the door. Oh, the Jews. Now, like I told you, the, the, the city that Christ was in, I can't remember the name, Judea, I believe, was just a couple miles away. And as Mary and Martha, amen, sat weeping and mourning for Lazarus, the Jews in the city came down, amen, to, to mourn with them. When they saw Mary run out the door, they believed she was headed to the tomb to weep some more. Amen. But the fact of the matter is, she was going to see one that death has no dominion over. Amen. She was going to see one. And no matter what rock you got rolled in front of your life, she can still roll it away. Amen. Glory to God. Use it, Lord. Mary came, started talking to Jesus, and said, Lord, had you been here? He said, Mary, show me where you've laid him. <laughs> show me where you've laid him. Sister Robin, I remember, amen, when he came to me and said, Chris, I rolled the stone back. Let me have the sins and the deaths in your life. Show me where you played them, amen. And let me take them away, amen. I'm still thankful that my God's rolling stones back, amen. He's still clearing my path and making sure that everything in my life is suited to the purpose he's given me. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Told old Mary, show me where you're laying. <laughs> Listen. What's he say? Where have you laid? Then he wept to them old Jews. Amen. As they saw him, they believed. Oh, look, he's heartbroken. Amen. I believe he loved Lazarus like no other. But I believe he was weeping for another whole purpose whatsoever. Amen. I believe that he recognized right then that the dead one, amen, that was in the tomb wasn't the only dead one laying around him. Amen. I believe he could witness and see what it is that was on the horizon for him. Amen. And he knew that in order to save each and every one around him, including those of us sitting in this house tonight, amen, what he would have to suffer. And he was willing to do it for each and every one of us. Praise God. Amen. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Oh, Martha, 
looked at him and said, Lord, you've been dead four days. Surely he stinketh by now. Man, I can't tell you what the stench must have been like, Billy, when he rolled the stone out from in front of my heart's door. Amen. I can't imagine the rock, amen, that must have been waiting on him when he walked through that door. When he decided, and when I decided to let him have full access, amen. When he decided that if I just opened up and willingly allow him to walk through, amen, that he would take the pressure washer of the blood, amen, to my heart and make sure that every little drop was smudged clean, amen. They rolled the stone back. The next thing, next thing out of his mouth, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Amen. That was past tense, church. He'd already been talking to the Father. Amen. It wasn't something new. Amen. But the words that he spoke were for the very, very purpose of the people around him to hear him. Amen. All he had to do was say, roll the stone back. And Lazarus would have walked forth of his own free will if that was the design that Christ had. Amen. But he needed to make an example. Amen. He needed to show the people that were gathered around the power that he wielded. Amen. The power that God had given to him over death. Amen. And the grave. Amen. They gave him the power over sin. Amen. Because he was the perfect lamb. Amen. Each and every one of these things. Amen. Is a type and shadow of today. Amen. The plan of salvation hasn't changed a bit, church. Amen. Christ is still rolling back the stones. He's still clearing paths and he's still calling people forth. Amen. Out of their dark tombs and out of their grave clothes in order to get onto the path to righteousness. Amen. I say it's a path to righteousness. Amen. Because we are not righteous. No, not one. The Bible teaches me. I'm on a path that leads to righteousness. Amen. But I won't get there until I've made it to the end. set me on this path for a purpose. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't see what he sees in me. But I know beyond any shadow of a doubt that there's a purpose. There's another story that came to my mind. The story of uh, the little widow woman in Nathan. Amen. The city called Nathan. Amen. You can read about that in Luke chapter 7. But this little widow woman was all by herself. And the Bible teaches me that there was a funeral procession that was coming out of the city. Amen. And as Christ and his disciples were walking towards the city, they passed this funeral procession. And this little old lady... Amen. I, I picture her as a little old lady. Maybe she wasn't a little old lady. I don't know. Bible says she was a widow woman. Amen. But I picture this little old lady in my mind with her son in a casket on a bed. The Bible calls it. Amen. Crying, weeping, mourning over the loss of her child. 
The Bible teaches that there were people from the city all around her, amen, each weeping for her, mourning with her in her moment of loss, amen. And it, it had touched Christ when he saw it. The Bible says that he had compassion on her. And he reached over and he touched the bear, amen, and said, sunrise, amen. And immediately the boy on that bear rose up and started talking again, amen. Sometimes, church, we don't even have to ask God to help us, amen. But because he looks at each and every one of us with compassion, amen, with love beyond all understanding, he's already working in the background, amen. How many times? Have you been in a situation, amen, where you didn't know how you were going to get out of it? And then all of a sudden the door opened up. That's God working on your behalf. We don't want to give God too much thanks. Amen. We want to give devil all the praise that he can get. He's just been battling me. I know how that goes. I feel that. Believe me when I tell you I do. But I've decided that we need to start praising God through our battles. In my mind, I have come to a realization that the, the person, the principality, amen, that, that I tend to speak of most will have the biggest influence in my life. Think about that for just a second, if you would. How many times have you told people that the devil's just been all over you. Uh, and you've had so many bad thoughts or you've, you've had this go wrong. And, and, and I'm not talking, I'm not trying to single nobody out in any way, shape, or form. I do this all the time. But it's, it's come to a point within my mind that I've come to a realization. <laughs> Amen. I've come to the point where if all I'm ever talking about is what the devil's doing in my life. Instead of talking about what God's done, amen. what He's doing, amen. and what He's going to do, amen. Yeah. Who's more important to me yeah. if the only one I'm talking about is Satan? Right. right. Amen. That's the truth. Yeah. I don't want to give him any more power than he's already got. Eh? Right. I want him out of my life. I want him away from my family. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him to come in. So why do I keep inviting him? Right. Why do I keep talking about him, Sister Robin, all the time like he's my long-lost buddy? Right. Amen. Uh -huh. I want him long and lost. Amen. Right. Gone from my life. Yeah. But in order to do that, I need to surround myself with Christ. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I want Christ to keep rolling stones out of my path. Yeah. I want to continue coming forth until the day that I die. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think I'll read one more, per, one more piece of scripture. I'll try to come to a close. In 1 Corinthians, old Paul was right. 1 Corinthians, it's in chapter 15, verse number 51. The Bible says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, 
For the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. Boy, do I long for that. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And we shall be changed, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, amen, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where's thy victory? Amen. I'm telling you what's the truth, church. I'm looking forward to the day where I can put on incorruption. Amen. I'm looking for the day where I don't have to wait around and see where it is that I'll fail or I'll fall that day. Amen. I'm looking forward to the day, amen, where I will get to see what perfect looks like. Amen. I'm looking forward to the day, Brother Sean, when I'll get to look in the eyes of perfection. Amen. I'm looking forward to that day. I get to thinking to myself, we live temporarily. Yeah. Now, the first thought that goes into people's mind when you say we live temporarily is that life is short. I don't mean it like that. I mean, we live in the temporary. Your house is temporary. Your cars, your bank accounts, all that stuff's temporary. Amen. I want to stop living in the temporary and start living in the eternal. Amen. I want to stop worrying about the things that occur outside of these four walls. Amen. Outside of these four walls. Amen. I want to look. Amen. To a set of walls, amen, like no man's eyes have ever seen before. I want to see what perfection is, Brother Ed. I want to know, and I want to hear those words, enter in thy good and faithful servant. Amen. amen. That's what it is that I'm working towards. Amen, amen. amen brother. I'm not worried so much anymore. About this temporary world. Do you know that's a plot and a trick of Satan's? <laughs> he can wrap your mind up in the temporary to where that you stop thinking about the eternal. Amen. He's won this not another battle. Amen. I believe wholeheartedly it doesn't matter what it is that, that his temptation is over you. It doesn't matter if it's drink or drug or sex or, or greed or lust or envy or strife, whatever the case may be, whatever his temptation is over you, each and every one of those things is a temporary thing. Amen. You, whatever you get out of the drink, that's just temporary. Eventually it's going to wear off and you got to go back to the bottle. Amen. I'm here to tell you mine ain't ever worn off. Amen. I'm still going down the path. Amen. It's eternal. Temporary. Amen. 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 Ooh, glory. <laughs> mm. Praise the Lord. 
eternal happiness. Amen. I deserve eternal torment, Brother Bill. Amen. That's what this old world continues to forget. You are going to give up temporary for eternal one day. It doesn't matter which way you're headed. One of these days you will give up temporary for eternal. Amen. I'm just trying to get you to come with me. Amen. Where we can rejoice over eternity. Amen. Instead of weeping and wailing. Amen. I want you to see that man. Amen. Up there. The one up there. The one that hung in the middle. I want you to be there with me when you get to see the body he was meant to have. Amen. I want you to see him in all his glory. Amen. Just like I'm going to. shadow of death. Amen. But I'm still coming forth. Amen. I'm happy that I know that. Amen. I'm happy that God has seen fit to open my eyes in that word. And let me be able to recognize the fact that perfection doesn't come until I get to be with him. Amen. I don't ever want to be a stumbling block to any of my brothers or my sisters. I'm here to tell you that, church, and if I've ever done anything to offend anyone, I beg you wholeheartedly to forgive me for it. It was never my intention, I promise you, as I live and breathe. I want more than anything to be able to grab people <coughs> arm in arm. Amen. And walk each other into heaven. That's what I want more than anything in this world. Is to be able to take people with me where I'm going. Amen. Because I promise you I'm going. Amen. I'm going to make it one day. Amen. The adversary likes to tell me I'm not. And I just surround myself with the Lord Jesus. Amen. I can tell him he can go get lost again for a little while. And I'll accept anything and everything that God will give me. Knowing that each and every one of us are still comfortable, there's going to be bumps in the road. Amen. There's going to be rocks. There's going to be stuff, amen, that we have to climb over instead of having Jesus roll out of our way. Amen. That's just part and parcel of life. If it rains on the just and the unjust alike, who are you and I to make it seem or make it believe that our road to heaven is supposed to be blacktop? Amen. It's not how it works. If you're in one of those places tonight, amen, where you've just gotten done climbing over something, amen, or you've just got to a point where you're at the bottom of that rock and realize God's not going to move it out of your way, but he's going to help you climb over top of it. Would you come up and get that help? Would you come talk to him, amen, for just a little bit? Don't worry about the temporary. Come talk to the eternal, amen. While he sings.
you this one question, church. How many people are interested in perfection? I sure am. 